loyal fans of Fresh Ears, this is a, a harrowing day. This might, I think this is the last episode of the podcast. <clears throat> we just, uh, I got in the mail today a cease and desist letter from Ira Glass of Fresh Air um, saying that if we keep doing this podcast, <sighs> they're taking us to court. Uh, we can't afford that, so we. Uh, I think we're just going to shut it down. And what's Fresh Air again? Uh, it's the NPR podcast. Where I, it, it's basically a uh, news radio show. Kind of like uh, David Letterman, but in your ears. Okay, to my left, speaking right now, is uh, <laughs> our good boy, uh, who's, who's really scaring me right now, mm-hmm. John Shark... Uh, Terror. Ooh, shark terror. I like that. Uh, and to my right, oh, he's the spookiest of all. I can't even say it without without screeching. <laughs> uh, we got a, a legs um, amputated. Legs. What? No, come on. Okay, we got. Um, I don't know, Alex. Pumpkin. <laughs> Alex Pumpkin. All right. All right. Like, David Pumpkin. I dig it. Man, Eddie. Well, I, I didn't... Well, what, how was I supposed to think of that on the spot? Yeah, I do. Okay. How are you guys hanging in there? Doing pretty good. Uh, just a joke, everybody. It's not the end of the podcast. Well, no, I'm not kidding. We're undead. I have the cease and We're zombies. Oh. One of us is a zombie. One of us is a pumpkin. Ira Glass <laughs> already is scary, honestly. Like, is that a real thing? Ira Gla- Fresh air? Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's NPR's pod. And Alex and I are, are two uncultured. Uh, you know, I used to listen. I don't to think it. I've ever listened to NPR. Yeah. I How do you to, listen to it? Well, it's there's a station, local station, mm. but then there's also. We had to talk about this. Is that, all, is that yes, yes. Uh, in Pitts, Pennsylvania, it's ninety point five. Well, just uh, just to segue a little bit, our episode's a little bit different today, right? No. Well, it is because it's the last one. <laughs> It's the last episode. Today is our it's very our first ever spooktacular. That's right. No, we need a different name. Everybody calls it a spooktacular. Shut up. We need it like we need it like um, spook podular or something. You had a week. You knew you were doing the intro, <laughs> and so now that. we're picking up the pieces of your failed hey, Iron thing. What you didn't? What? That's not a fake thing. Why are you saying that? No. This is gonna be, um, this is gonna be a rough ride. The this other is, day, this is good. We're just we're just warming up, folks. If you yeah. haven't turned us off already, yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe skip ahead. You don't want it'll, it'll be worth. You don't it. want to get too attached since it's the last one, so might as well. Okay. Anyway, um, um, yeah, it's uh, scary albums that we listened to over the last. Alex, week. can you just take over? I think his name is Alegs. All right. So this week, uh, we've each pick. We've each chosen. In an album that has a little bit of spooky flavor. So it's Halloween. We love Halloween. We're upset that we can't do a lot of the things we normally do this we'll month. We'll talk about that very um, soon. Yeah, we will. So to uh, compensate for that, we have um, deemed this episode our Halloween um, to be to be announced uh, to be named uh, episode. Because yeah. so at some uh, point in the podcast, we're gonna name. We'll yeah, think, I'm sure it'll come up. In I guess spectacular isn't good enough. No, it's what about not. The, the Halloween special. Yeah, the guy who's given us every dumbass intro for the podcast so far says spectacular is not good enough. How about yeah. how about how about uh, how about um, the trick or treat? 
tickle. <laughs> trick or, the trick or treat tickle. Right, I'm gonna have to do a lot of editing this episode. We only had a week this time. This is coming at we you. We had a week and a half. Yeah, yeah. We had All right. I'm just saying, days. how was your week? How was your All right, guys. Week uh, it was great. RIP to the Miami Heat. We're sorry. Yeah, they had a great run. They did. I'm pretty, hey. sure, I'm pretty sure. Oh, well, this would be. No, we didn't. No. No, the last. Yeah, it's last all good. game was last Saturday. Yeah, we're good. Right? We're good though. Great season. <coughs> now hold on. Hey, it was good. Before we go any further, stop. Stop. Hold it right there, Eddie. We are recording live. We're also having a few drinks, and I need to make a somber, solemn request for Eddie to please not slurp his beer oh, yeah. every time he takes a drink. Hey, it's Milwaukee's best. Milwaukee's beast. Yeah, Milwaukee. Ah, scary. Oh, that is our Halloween name. So just. That's- Drink it like normal. Don't slurp. There. Good job. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was... All right, guys. Well, hey. I got to say, it's not as good as some other beers. Like, it's kind of weak. Well, Mc- Milwaukee's Beast is is notoriously terrible. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I've never had it before, so I was like, oh, I'll try it. I'm drinking a... Oh, yeah. Well, maybe, maybe this will be good. What are we all drinking? I'm drinking a Sierra Nevada Hazy Little Thing IPA. Well, I like that can. It's, it's very good. It's a. It's a... It's a cool-looking little can. It's green, green and yellow. Well, we—that's not very scary. Alex. John Mark, what are you drinking? Um, I'm chugging down. So while uh, your your resident podcaster John Mark has uh, gout, so I can't drink beer and I can't drink wine. So I'm chugging down some White Claw. Oh, I thought that was gonna rhyme. All right, Eddie, how about you? I've got to. You from Milwaukee's best? <laughs> Milwaukee's Beast, a beer from uh, I don't know where you say it's, it's from. Even, it's four point eight percent. That's normal for a beer. I it just doesn't taste that good. I don't know. Why'd you buy it? Because I never had it. I was like, oh, I'll just buy it. And this is uh, this is what per- are you drinking, Alex? I, I already. Just I already it. What? What are you drinking? <laughs> oh my god! Well, Eddie's Eddie's already drunk. So no, I'm this is the first time we've done this. Um, yeah, on this the pod, is the so latest we'll, we've done it. We'll see how it's, it's how midnight. it goes. Yeah, we're doing a lot of ex- ex- experimenting with yeah. this with the past few episodes. It's probably gonna be a train wreck. Sorry, guys. We've done it's them all midnight. at different on different days at different times. So. We're, we're still trying. We're, we're feeling, we're feeling pro- it out. Our producer's telling yeah. us that this is but a, hey, a, a bad idea. The producer's on the phone right now. I'm not paying attention. When we come back, we're going to talk about our albums. Hey. See you soon. Hey, guys. Welcome back after that terrible intro. I <laughs> hope you're still here. Um, so, how are you guys doing? I'm just kidding. Introduce oh, the all right, I got you. I'm what just, the hell are you I'm doing? I'm just kidding. Just make it a little laugh. Okay, um, so last week I picked the... Al- well, actually, Alex and John Mark helped me pick this for them to listen to. But it's if, called Go say, by the Renfields. As our loyal fans remember, Eddie was going to just give us a choice of six albums. And instead we made it random. And thankfully we landed on this. Because if he gave us the list, I think we would have picked this anyway. Maybe. Absolutely. This. I mean, this is the perfect. Maybe, maybe. But you've Eddie, already heard Eddie, it, Eddie. Eddie, I'm like, this is best case scenario. Okay. Well, this is yeah. so. This is this. so perfect. As much as I, I love it, for this episode, I guess it is. Oh, as much as I love Vampire Weekend, I'm glad so, we did this. Let Let me get this straight. You guys picked this out. Uh, never mind. I don't know what I was doing. Um. Uh. So the Renfields is a local West Virginia band. Is that right, Alex? You know more. You told me. I that think some of them. Band camp says West Virginia. Okay. Yeah, they do. I, In Morgantown. Yeah. I think well, I think. Some of them live in Fairmont, actually. So. In, on that one pod, a rival pod, no, I'm just kidding, uh, the Wasted Local Talent, the guy was talking about playing at, like, that bar in Whitehall, what's it called? Like the, the, 
magics? Yeah, he was talking about... Oh, okay. I think he was talking about playing okay, magics cool. once. Oh, well, yeah. So, local. We're, local boys. Yeah. First but, local band we've, uh, yeah, we've talked about. So. Hey, get ready for more when we do Flying Flies. No, I'm just kidding. Um, hey, so, yes. the Renfields uh, is a local band to us. Maybe not local to you, but they, um, they're they a horror punk band. Um, and they're very reminiscent of bands like Screeching Weasel and, and the Lillingtons especially and, and the Misfits even. Um, and this album, uh, I didn't hear about the Renfields till 2018 or 27, yeah, 2018, because, uh, we go, they do a Halloween show at our favorite bar, one, two, three, Pleasant Street. Morgantown, West Morgantown. Virginia. Can't wait, can't wait till we can walk back Let's to those doors. go Mountaineers. Um, yeah, me too, man. I can't, it's gonna, it's, it's gonna be I'm, great. I'm like, I, I'm, Lay on that disgusting couch. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I, I need, tiny I, booth. I, I need a bed right now. Like, yeah. I'm like... I've got like full on like live music depression. Uh, like I was just I was driving around thinking about it the other day. And yeah, it's like, I think you about two it are way more deeper into it than I. I am. think about Gosh. that sometimes. I'm just like I wish I was like dancing. Like I literally need it more than anything right now. More than oh, what? Why don't we just like go to? Why don't we project a concert onto? Like, All right, keep the, going. The screen. All right, let's go on. Yeah, let's go. Um. <clears throat> so Alex and I are on Bit Police. <clears throat> okay. Tonight. Yeah, you guys want to get it done? I know. Okay, so anyway, um, we go to the show in 2018, and everybody dressed up in costumes, which was really fun. Okay, let's see. All right, well, let's, let's well, hold on. Do you want to go through this whole hit? Because let's don't... let's talk about the album first. Okay, fine. And then we can talk about the live. Well, I have it right here on CD, thanks to a uh, John Shark Terror for buying it for me for Christmas last year. Um, it, it's a nice little CD. It it looks like it's got like a holographic Eddie. go on it. But uh, there's 14 songs on it. Many of them are based on movies that you might have heard of. We've got... I think... <laughs> oh, all, the, all the hits! We've got Burning Revenge, based on The Burning. <clears throat> Killer Clowns, based on Killer Clowns. Invisible Man, based on Invisible Man. From B... Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> but, um, a real Alex Petri on Yeah. <laughs> they're all... Um, a lot, most of them are movie songs. There's a couple... Um, Silly little bops like oh, they're, all, they're all pretty fights, silly bops. Machete at Go Go and Ramon Zombie Massacre, but uh, they're um, like I said, real heavy influence from Screeching Weasel and the Ramones and Teenage Bottle Rocket, um, and uh, yeah, they're really fun songs with really great little lead parts. I like the guy; the guy's voice is pretty good. Um, so, like <clears throat> I will say, some of the songs don't. Uh, they're kind. Of, I guess like there's not a super huge amount to dig into with a lot of this because they're basically kind of like talking about the movies they're based on, which that's fine. But uh, if you're looking for something meteor, this might not be it. So, oh, meteor. Okay. Meteor. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't know what you well, just I, I said. I don't think I don't think this genre of punk is something people get into to get something meaty. Uh, sometimes, but but um. So I like it pretty good. I actually I, think this is meteor than most. Do you, you think so? To be honest, I don't know. Um, certainly gorier than most yeah it is yeah um but it's all most of it's really catchy i don't think all the tracks really hit some of the they're not some of them aren't as memorable as others um another complaint that i have like is the drum sound sounds kind of weak too i don't know if you guys noticed that but i don't like the drum just doesn't sound that good i didn't notice which that. i don't know if you guys noticed but the it sounds kind of hollow for i don't know why hey listen they're, they're local boys yeah no 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 i'm <clears throat> I, they do better than i could but i'm just hey, saying for a local band this they is, got good this pictures. This is a very professionally made CD. Oh, yeah. It looks great. It looks great. Sounds great. Love it. <laughs> it plays great. 
it uh, it tastes great. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's great, and I wish that we were going to see him on October thirty first, aka. Um, this day yeah, of, Halloween, day of the ha- Dead Halloween's on a Saturday this year, so, so it would have been on the we 31st. We could have went, dude. That's spooky night. Yeah. We could have trick-or-treated <laughs> at 123 Pleasant yeah. Street. Yeah, so, so to talk... So, to um, do you want to talk? Yeah. Okay, that's all I'm going to talk a little bit more about that show. So well, Hold on. He was passing it over to me. Yeah. I know. Let's toss it to Allie. Allie we were all pumpkin. there. Huh? We were all there. All where? At the show. You guys were there, too? Yeah. He oh, wasn't wow. at the first one. I wasn't at, oh, the, yeah, first one. at the first so, one. So, but I remember... Wait, let me say this. So, so that was when I first moved to town, and you told me about it, but we weren't really that good friends at all. But then I saw it on your Snapchat, and I was like, oh my god, that looks so awesome. Yeah, so, so it, I was I like, bu- dang. I believe it was... Uh, it was 2017, mm-hmm. and this was the day of that show. It was a Saturday. I'm not sure it was... Uh, I'm not sure it was um, Halloween, but it was literally the day of, and I just randomly sent John Mark a text. I was like, hey, do you want to go to this poor punk Halloween show in Morgantown? We can we can dress up and do whatever. And he was like, yeah, 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 sure. That's." I was going to say we didn't dress up, but that's not true. Well, we did dress, dress up. We did, dress we did dress up. So I already had a costume because I had to have a costume for something else. I was like a dirty-looking 80s cop. And uh, so John Mark goes to Elusive Skull, and that literally that day... And he was supposed to be a detective. Oh, yeah, but really? What did, who did people keep asking you who people you were? People think I was Pablo Escobar. <laughs> I might have seen this. I so we didn't know any of these bands. And it was the Jasons, a couple other bands, and then the Renfields. And we actually only stayed for the Jasons and someone else. And we then we walked around Morgantown and went to other bars, which I wish we wouldn't have. I wish we would have just stayed for that show. Well, Remember those that days? was the idea of one person. Yeah, that's what I wanted to do. And it wasn't do. me. Who? Right, right. We, we also, we Who all, else was there? We also didn't weren't partaking in any extracurricular drinking activities either that night. We were we were sober, sober sales, and we were just walking around, yes. having a good time, and it was a blast. Was and when time. we left, me and John Mark were like, yeah, next year we're going. We're going, staying for the whole show, mm-hmm. full on. We're going to have a good time. And, and we might bring along our this new guy in town, yeah. Eddie Triz, Trizdar. So, so I want to run through all the years and talk about what we dressed up as. Okay. So that <laughs> next, so that next year, I was Captain Jack Sparrow. How much did you spend on that costume? Probably hundred bucks. Okay. Um, I was Captain Jack Sparrow. Was, okay. Eddie, what were you? I was the Brave Little Toaster. Enjoy because our- okay, go ahead. Well, let's talk about the Brave Little Toaster costume, which I thought was good. Would you say it was bad? I loved it, but explain how I'll say, you did it. Okay, because Ali. Okay, no, this, it, I want you to say exactly what the costume was made of. Oh, okay, it was a um, a bin I bought at Walmart, like a, a bra- big a, Tupperware, a bin. gray Tupperware bin that I cut a hole in so I could put my whole body through it. Then I just like cut out pieces of paper for the eyes. I, I used they were paper plates. Oh yeah, they were paper plates, and I drew like eyes on them and a mouth, <clears> and then like I got a little eraser and attached it to the side like the handle and. And a cord. I had something for the cord. I don't remember what it was. But then I used my guitar straps to, so I could like suspend it on my body. And I thought it was really good. It was great. No, I, literally, I it literally, was, it was so, amazing. That was like one of my favorite. Um, and when we do this, we we we, we don't tell each other like what we're gonna be till we show up to wherever we're meeting up to uh-huh. go. 
and uh, then we kind of do the big reveal. So, uh, what were you? even though Eddie and I lived together, we we sequestered in our own rooms and then made her, uh, revealed ourselves. I did that at work. What were you? The it sucked first year. It was horrible. Second year. It was um, even though the two of us have nothing I like. I was Paul Rudd's character for Butt Hot American Summer, and it was not a very good costume. But uh, so the the next year, know. the next year I was. <coughs> <laughs> Almost the same thing. You were the same thing. <laughs> no, no, you were exactly no, the same. No. Thing. So I spent, I spent so much on the costume. I decided, I decided to be Captain Jack Sparrow two years in a row. Except the second year, I was a dead Captain Jack you just Sparrow. Put skeleton face I had paint skeleton on. face paint on, which looked horrendous the morning after. Um, the night of, I have a picture. <laughs> you look but, like you uh, do look like a zombie. I'll, I'll never forget yeah. because the 2018, you, I, you. Came in our apartment and played the Pirates of the Caribbean music. And I did the same thing the second year. And then I heard the second time and I was like, are you kidding? I was like, wait a minute, what? And I was like, oh no. Maybe that's just what I'll be every year for the rest of my life. (laughs) It'd be pretty funny. The second year I was, uh, I went as Kramer, but to a party I went as Cosmo. From from Seinfeld. Fairly odd. Yeah, two Cosmos. Kramer from Seinfeld. And you got the shirt on. I have it on right now. I was a... uh, I was a contestant on the hit game show Legends of the Hidden Temple. Roman, yeah, specifically so Roman, who um, who does not exist. Roman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> specifically, I was, uh, I was a. Um, <laughs> what? Um, we're losing our minds. Nicki Minaj does a little thing where she has an imaginary friend named Roman. What's her scary name? <laughs> <laughs> you go. Pretty good. Okay, okay, okay. That was it. No, never mind. All right. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, but. See, so, yeah, I'm really, really upset that we can't do that again this yeah, year. I, re- I really oh, had. Alex a, is crying. I really had. Uh, <laughs> he is. It's, it's, from, it's from laughter. But uh, I had a really awesome costume. Like, hey, we're still ready doing it. to go. What? Uh, you're not going to do it? We're going to probably have a game night on Halloween. Okay, well. All right. And you guys are invited. Cool. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. So. Oh, I was talking to the. So, yeah, I'm really upset we can't go this year, but. The Renfields are awesome. Um, we actually were fans of the Jasons before we were fans of the Renfields because the Jasons always play first, and I love the Jasons. They're, Maybe they have some of awesome. members, but we can't see. They de- at members. least two members of the Jasons are in the Renfields. Um, I we're Marks, so we don't know anything about them in real life. So who knows? No, yeah. I, I know that. I know for a fact. Well, um, we know that, but we, I don't know. Anything. I don't know who the they lead are. singer. The lead singer of the Jasons is the lead singer of the Renfields. Um, in twenty eighteen. After the show, I talked to the lead singer of the Renfields, and I was really, really, really drunk. And I just remember telling him about a podcast that I liked that talked about the Friday the 13th movies, and I was so embarrassed when I woke up and realized what I did. I think every song in this album is so freaking fun. Every song. I think every song hits. I think they're all really, really fun. I love how they stick to the gimmick. Um, the songs are even more enjoyable if you've seen this, the films that they're, that they're singing about. Um, and they're, they're, I would say they're like, would you say they're kind of like Ramones core? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're definitely Ramones core, yeah. but... <clears throat> the top comment on their um, band camp says it's a mixture of Ramones and, and Misfits. And misfits but, yeah. they ch- but they switch it up on every, like, every song sounds different, I think. I think they really switch it up throughout. They do a lot of different stuff. Like, not, like, Burning Revenge is like a thrash song. Yeah. Like, I love that. That's um, what they opened with last year, and I remember yeah, just jumping up yeah, and down. Yeah, dude, like, they always because they were dressed that. as corn. <laughs> yeah, they were. But the one up. guy was dressed up like an ear of corn. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Um, well, there's um, another band was all wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. Ghost Road. Yeah, Ghost Road. These guys are really, really, really good, 
and really, really fun live. They all have like their own gimmicks. They all like dress up like something different. Like Vincent Renfield, the lead singer, he's always got a lot of the times he's got like a pumpkin thing going on in his face. But the last two years he's dressed up as, as different stuff. Like last year he was whoever the lead singer of Corn is. But they always they're hype, They've got the hype man werewolf who's always <laughs> on stage with. Who's in? Yeah, who's, all the band in pictures the band. and in the liner notes. Yeah, so he's he's a, I love when bands have he's a hype man. So we're going to talk about another band who he has a hype man samplers. later. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm really sad I'm not going to be able to do the do si do with the were- werewolf. Dude, I, sure. that is so man. <laughs> I'll never forget the werewolf jumping off stage and well, grabbing me by the sure, arm and doing I'm the do si do. Last year we started a kick line with the werewolf. <laughs> we started a kick line with the werewolf. <laughs> there was like eight or nine of us. Yeah, yeah, so. And, you know, and these these guys they're synonymous with Halloween. To to, to us, they'll always be synonymous well, with Halloween. Well, speaking of Halloween, have those memories for apparently they have a new album coming out. On yeah, Halloween. I saw that. I saw that. Crazy. But uh, just to talk about some of the some of my favorite tracks on here. My favorite track on the entire album is definitely <clears throat> "Night of the Creeps." Mm-hmm. Um, "Night of the Creeps" has like this little riff at the beginning that I think. It sound like I said earlier. It sounds way different than anything else on the album. It's so cool sounding. Um, hey, do you want to watch Night of the Creeps tonight? Thrill me! Oh, <laughs> thrill me, baby! <laughs> but uh, uh, some others that I love is Machete a Go Go. What a banger! That, that <laughs> that's that's one of the best songs alive. I I yeah, love it. Burning Revenge is killer. I love the thrash stuff. Uh, I actually really like Pork Chop because it's like it's about West Virginia. West no, Virginia, cool. West Virginia backwards, backwoods horror. I, I really enjoyed that one. And uh, Halloween night, yeah, my top four are definitely Night of the Creeps, Machete a Go Go, Burning Revenge, uh, and Halloween. Yeah, night. that's interesting because mine are are Machete a Go Go, Killer Clowns, Invisible Man, and Halloween Night. Is but I, the Last Man on Earth is pretty good too. Every song is great. I I, I literally don't have anything bad to say about this band because I think. <laughs> They 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 have a gimmick and they they do it so well you know I, I just think they're awesome oh yeah all right well now it's my turn John Shark Terror and um you know I'm I'm gonna parrot a lot of what you guys said um a lot of times for me <clears throat> with these bands we've talked about it before with the, the especially the kind of punk that Eddie likes I go to these concerts and. I usually, there's a lot of alcohol involved on my end, and I don't remember them, and so it's all just like an experience thing for me. But even when I'm sober, like Alex and I have gone to a thousand wrestling shows, I can't remember a damn thing about any of them. Yeah, bad memory, boy. Yeah. Well, you don't end yeah. up with, uh... With bad memory. The bad disease. Bad, <laughs> bad, bad boy okay. memory. Bad boy memory. So, um, for me, listening to this CD, even though I'm sure I've heard every single one of these songs multiple times live it was like a brand new experience except for machete a go-go uh, i remember that one so um just like screeching weasel i think this is perfect uh every it's perfect every, it really is. every single thing on it is great it's such a fun album that i can listen to over and over and over again and never get tired of and i love how raw like the recording is because you mm-hmm. can tell it was real like it's a real. It's a real DIY album, and I the issue. That. There's issues on Spotify, but that's not the Renfield song. Yeah, I don't think it's their fault. Two right. of the songs are doubled up on the track list. Two of them. I know that. Uh, yeah, Pork Chop, and then Pork Chop. Pork Chop's on the end of From Beyond. Yeah, and then From Beyond has that in and out of the. Which I, the I really appreciated them having a song about From Beyond. I never realized that because mm-hmm. I feel like that's a pretty obscure one to put on there. 
Oh my God, it's right behind you. Yeah, it, yeah. Our, our Yule log ended, and oh uh, our Yule log ended, and now it's now it's on the TV. Uh, yeah. That just happened. It, uh, about <laughs> 30, thirty seconds ago. Whoa! Yeah. This is the magic of Halloween. Hey, producer, what do you think about that picture? Baby that was just born. We're looking at uh, Dr. Pretorius himself. Uh-huh. If you want to learn more about Dr. Pretorius, you can listen to From Beyond by the Renfields. Let's go ahead and put that on mute. Oh, God. <laughs> no. What? Yeah, right, just for credits. context, John Mark just put on From Beyond. I've not seen this. Happening in the background of our recording. <laughs> and uh, it's like the gross, one of the grossest movies I've ever seen. Oh. And uh, so, yeah, so that'll be fun. No, Ellie, Alex doesn't have to watch it. Alex is, Alex is back to the TV. Um, so yeah, if you guys give your top, I'll give my top songs. Um, definitely the best run here is Forbidden Planet into Night of the Creeps into Halloween Night. Yeah. All those are bangers yeah. there in my top three. And I agree. I'll, and then I'll also probably say, yeah, Killer Clowns. Killer Clowns. Round out the top four. Killer Clowns has a really sick guitar solo that I remember the guy playing live. He's, it was pretty cool. What'd you say, Last Man on Earth through Halloween Night? Oh, Forbidden Planet through Halloween Night, but yeah. like they're all they're all great, you know. Those three are. God. What is Forbidden Planet? Is that a movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a movie. Okay, I've never seen it. Mm-mm. But every every single yeah, so- Forbidden Planet might be my least favorite though. I I don't know. I thought it was a little bit. Yeah, you clunky. you said there's some clunkers on it. I don't think yeah, so. I don't know. Dude, I there's that, zero. That one's a little clunky. Dude, there's and I zero think, clunkers. I think Mars Attacks is a little clunky. Oh no way. No, I don't know. Dude. Yeah, that's just my that's just me. They, well, I mean, wrong. I like it. You're simply wrong. And it's funny that we like his album more than he does. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give it a 9 out of 10 because it's really fun. And it's great to see him live. It's great to come to this after seeing him live and see that they didn't lose the energy. So the Renfields play a gimmick. You know, they're a Halloween horror punk band. And I don't see how anyone could do it better than they do it. So I'm giving them a 10 out of 10. This is a 10 out of 10 because it's perfect. (laughs) I agree. 10 out of 10. What a, what, a, what a wonderful day. Yeah. What a wonderful night. All right. Well, wow. Yeah, 10 really out of 10. Let's wish see if, we, could uh, go. we haven't had a single perfect score yet. Um, we might, probably never will. But. It's going to happen. We've had all 29s. 29. I think, I think B-52 is also 29. We'll talk more about, well, and you'll hear more about that on our retrospect episode. Ooh, coming coming soon. Later in the year. So. Wait, I thought this was our last one. Shut up. Oh, yeah. Okay. First year it took us down. <laughs> Sorry, I wrote. All right, guys. Well, hey, that was uh, that was great. Seriously, listen to Renfields, especially if you're listening to this and it's still October, trying to get in the mood for Halloween. Go by the Renfields. And go for a drive it. and listen to it. Yeah, it's so good. Or like if you're on your way to a Halloween party or something, put this thing on. It's like awesome. So uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about my album. So uh, hang on. We'll be back. So the album that I picked for our Halloween episode is Slipknot by Slipknot, released in 1999. So as a child, I was always afraid of Slipknot, um, especially the album cover of uh, Volume 3, the Subliminal Verses. It's absolutely gross. It's just like a piece of skin with a zipper on it, and I was always frightened by that as a child. I remember when Slipknot was really popular in the mid-2000s, and I never... For a while there, I could never really buy into the hype. 
and I never really vibed with the kids who were into Slipknot, but I, when I was like in the seventh grade, I want to say, I started slowly getting into them, specific, <laughs> specifically on around Halloween time. Um, there's a haunted, I love, and I'm sure we can all attest to this, I love like haunted houses that you walk through. So there's one local, uh, it's called the Fright Farm. First time I ever went to Fright Farm was with John Mark and uh, our other friend, and uh, who? Donnie. His name's Donnie. He, I know he's listening. Shout out, Donnie. Who is um, But I remember we were on our way up from West Virginia up to the border, right past the border, into PA to Fright Farm. And I was absolutely terrified because I had never, I'd heard stories about Fright Farm. Everyone's made it seem so scary. And uh, I remember the whole time we were on our way up there, I had like one, you know, when you're cool and you always have one earphone in. You know how kids used to do oh that back god, in the day. Oh my god, dude, you were so cool. That was just the coolest thing well, ever. Oh you know, I, I remember we were on the way up and I had one earphone in and I was listening to Slipknot on the oh. way up. So every time I hear the song Vermilion from uh, from Volume <clears throat> Three, I always uh, it always takes me back to to that fright, uh, very first Fright Farm trip. <clears throat> so the song's called Vermilion. Is there a Slipknot song called Verisimilitude? No. There's Why did part, I think there's that? Vermilion and Vermilion Part Two? I don't know why I thought there's someone called Verisimilitude. Vermilion City, maybe. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, so that's my relation with Slipknot. Slipknot back in the day. Um, randomly, I got back into them this year. I just one day at the gym, I was like, uh, "What should I listen to today?" <clears throat> and I put on Volume Three, the Subliminal Verses by Slipknot, and I started working out daily. <laughs> listening to Slipknot. Um, I listened to that. I would just, what I really like about them is they're one of those bands that you can put on their album and just play it song after song after song after song. You don't got to skip when you're in the gym because every song is like, is like super hype. Um, so I listened to volume three a lot and then I started listening to the, uh, the self-titled after that. And I, I've also really learned to appreciate the aesthetic and the gimmick of Slipknot as I've gotten older. I like how they change up their masks Every album cycle. For those that don't know, they wear masks. There's like ten of them, ten, eleven. I don't Is know. Not the real faces. I don't know how many there are, but they're scary guys, and they wear these masks. And for every album cycle, they uh, they wear different masks. Um, and and I'm I would say I'm pretty. I'm like a surface level Slipknot fan. Like I'm not like super super into it. I like them. Um, I feel like they have like a pretty heavy lore, and I'd like to. And background, I'd like to do a little deep dive um, sometime here soon. Uh, they're on my bucket list of bands to see live. Like I said, the only title, albums I really know are self-titled in, in Volume 3, so I'd really like to get into it a little bit more. Um, so to talk about self-titled a little bit, I, I just love how raw and in-your-face the whole thing it is. I mean, it's just like, it's gritty, dirty, and just, it's so freaking heavy. And I mean, really, there's not more, much more to say about it, honestly. Um, they really win me over with the with the heaviness in it, and it's like it's like a good heavy to me. Like it's not like a nothingness generic heavy. Um, to me, they're like they're heavy, but they have their own attitude, aesthetic, personality. Reason I picked this as a Halloween album, um, I feel like every song could like be in a, like a Rob Zombie movie or like the soundtrack or be in the background of like a gory slasher film. I mean, it definitely has like in a lot of the a tracks. There's a lot of stuff going on in the background that's like. It, there's a lot of horror stuff going on in this in this album. Um, there's some horrors in this house. I think I think that this album is really really solid, track one through track eight, and then it drops off. Um, I think tracks two through six 
are perfect. Uh, sick, eyeless, weight and bleed, servicing, spit it out. I think those are all perfect. Then it drops off a little bit. Then it redeems itself a little bit with only one, but I think they could have condensed this thing a little bit. But overall, um, I think Slipknot's a pretty cool band. I think they've got a they've got a cool thing going on. They're unique, and uh, this is just a really raw, heavy album. And it was it just it punch you in the face type music, and um, it's kind of a guilty pleasure for me. So yeah. So what do you guys think? Who's up? Who's up first? It's me. Who's on first? Well, um, <laughs> you you made a good point when you said this sounds like music that would be in a Rob Zombie film, but that's not a good thing to me. <laughs> Rob Zombie to me is like a filmmaker who makes movies for uh, 14-year-olds who like edgy, dumb, gory, people-cursing, mean-spirited bullshit. Oh, the hardest critics of them all. And uh, Slipknot, I think, is the same thing. And they fit together perfectly, and I hate it. I hate I don't like any of it. Hmm. Um, <laughs> when I listen to this album, I could, I will, I'll be completely candid. I could stomach it once. And unfortunately, I had it on shuffle. So you listen I, to this on shuffle. I didn't mean to. Oh, I listened geez. to it on a drive. It's very important that you get the track list. And I was like, oh, well, I like the song Eeyore. And now I'm looking at the <laughs> the track list. Eeyore's not even on the. Eeyore's like a B side. Yeah. <laughs> so the only song I liked, even. Wow, way to freaking go. Hey, don't blame hey, me. Did blame you listen to it in order after? No. You couldn't wait to listen to it in order. Zip up that hoodie, put it on play. No way. No thank you. Think about mm. your day. Um, Joe, the Mark, only Joe Mark hates my album. Uh, three weeks in a row. The tough three cookie weeks in a row. Tough cookie starts oh, again. Three weeks in a row. It was last week. Last week was uh, story so, so far. far. It was here before then. Jonathan Bellion and Cougar Camp. I didn't hate John Bellion. I also didn't hate the story so far. You despised it. I didn't despise either of those, but I despise this. Really? I don't... I... Just... And I know Eddie doesn't agree with me. And this is probably the first time that... Him and I differ greatly on one of your albums, I think. But I think this is just so lame. And... Dumb. I, I, I can't eloquently explain why I don't like this. It's more... It's like guttural. It's primal. I feel, always, I feel like for you, if like if a sound isn't like if it's not like you, if it doesn't like portray from your personality, what the hell does that mean? You hate it. What like, does you that can, mean? You can't. You have a hard time exploring things that aren't like a that part of you. Is absolute oh, bullshit. No, I, because oh, no. you know more than I do that I try things and I hate them all the time. That's because I'm going out of my comfort zone to try things, and then I try things and I like them. All right. Well, maybe I've that, grown maybe into the bad. world of hip hop, where when I, in high school I was such an elitist and said that rap is crap, and now I like hip hop. I grow into things all the time. I'm I want to start listening to more old old like country western stuff because I enjoy mm. that. So don't you dare I'm tell me. I'm sorry. Maybe that's the high Z IPA talking. Yeah. <laughs> Are you done drinking? The, the I yeah. I just want I, that, the Milwaukee's best is probably the USA's worst. So take it as you please, because I'm Parker Cannon. The only the only Slipknot song I've ever even enjoyed is Duality, and it's only literally only the chorus I think is a good melody. And Alex, you and I both watched the four and a half hour documentary In Search of Darkness, which is about eighties horror, and I can say we probably both loved it. Mm-hmm. And Corey Taylor is in that, the lead singer of Slipknot. 
And Corey Taylor seems like a really affable, cool dude. He is. And I don't know what beast he transforms into to pump out this garbage. You don't like any new metal or, or rock, no. though. No, I don't. Yeah, so. Like, I could not believe, and maybe this is because I don't know a whole lot about Slipknot. This, I think this is the least new metal of their music, though. This is more metal. This well, is their most, I think this is their heaviest Yeah, you most say that, but that DJ. Wicked, wicked, wicked! It's all over this album. And you, I you hate, hate that. that. I hate, hate it. it. It's the yeah. stupidest so you, you hate new metal. There's nothing that you like new metal. Mmm. Nah, Limp Biscuit's okay. <laughs> Limp Biscuit's okay. He's okay. more a fan of nude metal. I like okay. nude metal. All right. When they play naked. Yeah, slip. All right. If they play naked. Yeah, I'm fine with Limp Biscuit. But that's, but that's the same as like, Nirvana's the only grunge. That you're I'm not like. a you're not a metal guy at all. No. Oh, no, he's not metal. At <laughs> not at all. Only part of him is machine. The only metal I've ever liked. And you can barely call it metal, probably, is Inner Shikari. And that's like the heaviest yeah. stuff I've ever really, really been into. So, you know, you probably expected this when you picked it. Mm-hmm. You know what you were you <sighs> we know. know. What you were me and, me hey, and we gotta get learning. that tough cookie. <laughs> gotta keep the... But I'm not... But I've told myself I'm not... I know I know that you are the way that you are. I'm not gonna <laughs> pick albums. We need... I'm not gonna try to base my albums on whether you like them or not. I'm just picking albums I like. I don't... That's I don't care. Well, that's so. fine. We should, we should do that. <laughs> hey, good. Yeah. we also have a new villain of the pod in Ira Glass, so John Mark's not the villain anymore. What? Was I ever? Hold on a second. You're the Tough Cookie. Tough Was, Cookie Jones. I just gave one, your album a 10 out of 10. I didn't make it. And I'm a Tough Cookie? <laughs> I didn't make it. Yeah, and I made Slipknot. <laughs> yeah. Oh! So I don't know. they always wear masks. I don't know what slipknot. the hell's going on here. Now, here's what I oh will say. Oh, my God. Here's what I will say. Yeah, we talked. We turned off from Beyond. I put on Halloween Four. Oh, is that what this is? Yeah. I didn't know what this was. Um, Halloween Four, by the way. Keep an eye out for this absolutely horrendous. I mask. just saw it. It's I just horrible. saw it. it Here's what I don't get. The, you know the Halloween movies. None of them are low budget. I don't know. They're all million dollar, multi million dollar franchises, and every single sequel has such a horrible Michael Myers mask. Well, how's that so hard? The only time, and I'll give him props for this, it took 30 years, but Rob Zombie finally got a, a Michael Myers mask that looked like the original. It was decent. And all the other ones suck. I'm sorry. How do you feel about the Slipknot mask? We should have gotten well, that's Joey, what we were talking about. Joey Jordison. That was, that's, what I was, that's what I was about to talk about. <laughs> I, the other day you were over here, and I was just like looking through the evolution of all their masks, and that was interesting. That was cool. I don't have an issue with the the masks themselves are also edgy, and kind of dumb. Hey, it's topical, man. But I also like that they evolve, and even the ones that don't. And I don't know any of their names, but I, the one with all the spikes in his head. I think they just they go have by numbers. numbers. <laughs> the one with all the spikes in his head, and the guitarist who kind of has like the long nose, Doctor Doom. Not the long uh, nose, the Doctor Doom mask. He has long hair and a beard. Sorry if you're a Slipknot fan. I'm sure you're mad at me. Whatever. But I like... Like, his mask evolution is really cool. And I like that. That's cool to have to have a gimmick and stick with it and just kind of change it with the times. Now, that Corey Taylor mask that we saw that was clear, that looked horrible. What did you say the only song was that you kind of liked? Duality. Okay, yeah. Duality's... Duality's pretty solid. New, 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 new. Eddie, so, what'd, Eddie, what would you think? Are you done? 
Yeah, yeah I'm done. I don't know what else I want to say about it. I'm sorry. Guys. <laughs> I got it's really like, scared the other day because I was driving on the interstate and I like, I there was a car passing me and I looked over and it was a really scary guy. It was guy. He it was a guy wearing a costume and he he looked. He was like a big zombie and he looked at me and I was like, I got real scared. You thought zombies were going to drive? I, I thought, yeah, I did. Did you think dude. the whole thing was sick? Yeah, I thought I would be sick and throw up on my windshield. I thought the whole thing was seven four two six one seven zero 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 two. Is that a phone number? Should we call that? I was gonna ask. We we need to call a phone no, number. Phone on number. the not a phone number. Is that a credit card number? Two digits, two digits too long mm-hmm. to be a is phone it a credit number. Card? I'm sure on Wikipedia it, it says what it is, but I didn't bother to look. Is that Corey Taylor's? Yeah, I, I read what it was. Corey Taylor's beeper number. <laughs> oh my god, sure. Corey, not, it's me. I'm not sure what it is either. To Corey honest. Taylor, somebody call it Taylor because I just ripped out of my pants. I'm sorry. Um, what was that? What? What did you think of the album? Oh, um, we he has the track list here, so you don't have to look at your that's phone. That's right. Let's look at this bad boy. <laughs> well, um, so I too was very terrified of Slipknot as a young boy. I always thought they were just so Dude, scary. I, I, I thought they were going to get me. <laughs> it's like, I don't know why. I think that about a lot of metal bands. And my mom is instilled, because my mom like was always like, well, oh, Metallica. You grew up in a Catholic household. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're supposed well, you to. You laugh, but that's true. It is. Well, I, I, you laugh at things that are true in that Catholic ways. <laughs> um, yeah, so you're raised to be scared of this kind of thing, I think. He's a cool guy. I've seen interviews with them. Corey Taylor? Yeah, yeah. He seems really cool. Yeah, let me say, I have no issue with these people. Yeah, they all seem... I think they're all really fun. They, they know what they're doing. They're not like yeah. teenagers. Corey Taylor, if you're listening to this, and I know you are, Yeah. I think you're a cool guy, and I'm really looking forward to seeing you talk during um, In Search of Darkness 2. You haven't said a word about this album. Tell, tell Ike, ta- <laughs> tell Ike <laughs> Taylor that his old neighbor says hi. Uh, so I was really, I never listened to Slipknot except Duality and Psychosocial. I, I realize it's annoying when I sing the song, so I'm going to stop doing that from now on. That's not going to happen. I'll try. That's, that's um, going to go over as well as Ernest Eddie. Ernest Eddie, it's coming, don't worry. Um, but I, I never really listened to Slipknot except when we played Duality on Guitar Hero, which is fun. That's a good song. It's very man. fun. It's, really it's fun. actually on a rock band. Rock band, cock band. Um, but, uh... I was surprised at how much I was getting into this album because, like, I was listening to it at work, and like, I was like, I just sat at my desk going like, <laughs> bobbing my head because I was like, every song is just like, don 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 don. It's just like that. I think it's good music to listen to when you're trying to be productive. Yeah, like, no. I mean, I didn't get a damn thing done, so it was great. Uh oh, but uh, I, you know, I don't really remember the specific songs they basically do all sound the same to me i mean not exact i can kind of pick out some of the riffs that some of them have but basically the only part the, the parts i like most were when they went dun, 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 dun. there's a crazy at the eyeless um eyeless was pretty cool. eyeless is probably my favorite and there's a like crazy breakdown at the end yeah like, i remember that my favorite is surfacing i love that sur- like surfacing. that guitar part that's like <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. I say I say Eyeless and Servicing are probably, Surfing, are probably my top Wait and Bleed was pretty good. And the um um so I know and the music video for Wait well, I think there was a couple music videos, I don't remember, but they're they were kind of scary, but it's kind of cool because like you kind of ex- like you don't know what to you, I don't know how you like process like what these guys are trying to say, you know what I mean, as artists. Cuz like I think it's like 
Corey Taylor says like, yeah, they're jo- they're all just songs. We really want people to be positive. Well, and you're like, you know, yeah, that's true. So when they made this album, they were all living in Iowa, and they just uh, kind of hated. They were young and angsty, and they just kind of, they kind of hated the situation that they were in, and they used this as an outlet to kind of like, speak about like their pent-up anger. So I think this is really like an F the system type yeah, t- type sure. uh, type album. And definition is pretty punk, you know? Yeah, sure. I, it's just interesting because you don't... I'm like, oh, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of like, you know, like you said with the Red Pills, they play a part and they're pretty good at it. So, yeah, I was surprised how much I liked it. Uh, yeah. All right, well, let's go... Uh, Very <laughs> brief. Talk about Slipknot. Let's go, let's go rankings here. Um, so I'm going to give this one a seven, um, just because, like I said, I think two through six are like perfect, but the rest of it isn't so perfect. So I'm going to, I'm going to hold with the seven, but I think this is a really good album. One of their best for sure. Is this your favorite Slipknot? Well, like I said, well, like I said, I've heard like songs from the other ones, but I've never listened to the entire albums from their other albums. Mm -hmm. The only albums I've listened all the way through are the first one in volume three, Subliminal Verses. So I'm definitely going to dive into more of their stuff. So but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to settle on a 7 out of 10 for, for the self-titled. Oh, Lord have mercy. Um, I hate to play the character here. It's not a 0, or a 1, or a 2, or maybe not even a 3. What was the worst? The worst was um, Morning View. Gave a 0. <laughs> Famously. Uh, and what did I give? What did I give Buck Cherry? A three, three or, or four. four. Assuming that I gave Buck Cherry a four, let's say we I did. I'm also gonna give this a four. <laughs> okay. If I gave it a three, then I give this a three. I think Ooh, it's right about on the same level. A regular Josh Todd level, eh? A tale of stories told. We are, we're obligated to say that. Hey, you know what? We listened to that on the way to a a, a game night last yeah. night. Yeah, for and five it, seconds, and, and you, you couldn't stomach it anymore. So. It rocked That's so true. hard. That's true. All right, well, um, I guess when we come back... Wait, I oh, no, Eddie, I'm sorry. Yeah, go. This is an 8 out of 10. I can't, I can't say that I'd listen to it that much, but like while I was listening to it, I was having a good time. Right so on. I really liked it. it was right really on. Good. Well, when we come back, uh, we'll get to my album, which isn't really a conceptual album so I'm probably I'm sure it'll get torn to shreds so we'll see hey guys thanks for listening to fresh ears I'm one of the three hosts Eddie and this I just want to take a second to thank some of our sponsors today first off we have my dad's riverboat tours Um, he doesn't own a boat and we don't live near any river but my dad tries to do tours every once in a while for uh for $500 per person. So hope you uh, can join us on the next excursion across the Hyena River. Second, I want to thank um, uh, Bixby Water. It's a new brand of bottled water that is bottled right here in beep, beep. Um, And it's uh, really good. I'm drinking some right now. It's really flushing out my pores. So drink some Bixby bottled water. Third off, I just want to thank Gumby, the little gum man, for paying for a couple, uh, paying for us to do this pod. Thank you, Gumby. You riding your horse, Pokey, and, um, yeah, thank you for that. Anyone else? 
Anyone else want to sponsor us? Send us an email at freshyearspodcast at gmail.com. Welcome back, everybody, to Fresh Years, a podcast about music. It's time now to speak about my album, which, like I said, isn't super... It wasn't realized as an album. Instead, it is a compilation of movie themes that John Carpenter made over his uh, illustrious career. And I chose it because I really just wanted... Well, first of all, you said spooky album, and I had no earthly idea what to choose. I had something else in my mind, and I'll forget what it was. And I said, oh, it was going to be Lost Themes by John Carpenter, which is an actual album that he made, just of synth music, which is very similar to what this is, Mm -hmm. but it was an actual album. Uh, But I said, no, we'll go with this, because I can talk about the movies that the the scores are for. I thought you might pick Leo Karpatsky's hit uh, single... Well, we all know it, you, it, it turned into the Monster Mash, Mash. but I'm talking about the OG. Yeah. You know, That's what I thought you'd pick. You just picked that on the Real G's in the crowd know that Monster Mash was, uh, wasn't originally what it is now. Anyway, I obviously love horror movies. I've seen... His name is John Shark Terror. Yeah, with a, name like, with a name like that, how could you not love him? And John Carpenter has always been probably my favorite horror director. My favorite horror director of all time is John Carpenter. Uh, we're watching Halloween 4 in the background right now, even though he didn't make that, but he made the original Halloween. And the original Halloween is the best... Well, maybe not the best, but it's perfect. It's a perfect horror movie, I think. And I don't know, man. There's something about the fall that really makes me want to listen to synth, slow synth music. And that's a lot of what his themes are. And I meant to tell you guys this before we recorded, but I think the best way to listen to this, and because Eddie listens to most of his albums laying in bed, which is fine. There's no issue with that. But I think for me, the most evocative experience from this is driving around during the fall and listening to these. Going through residential neighborhoods, the, 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 the leaves are falling, it's a little chilly out. You know, people are bundled up walking their dogs. There's some spooky decorations and pumpkins laying around. And you get to listen to the, you know, the, the, the Thing song. The song The Thing. And I think it's a great atmosphere and I love it. Boom, boom. So yeah, uh, these, like I said, this is just a collection of 25 years worth of his songs that he had for his uh, movies. And track by track, I mean, there's not much to say except for the best movie title song ever made. And I know we say this a lot. Eddie and I will go, this is the best song ever made. This is the best movie ever made. But the best movie song ever made is the theme for Assault on Precinct 13, which is the dopest shit of all time. Is that the one that goes dun-dun-dun-dun? Yes. Okay. Second track on the album. I love it. It gives me hyped every time. And even though the movies... I love Assault on Precinct 13, but even though it's not the greatest... That song gets you revved up. Anyway, I just want to talk about ah. some of these movies. So I'll let you guys give your reviews, and then we can just talk about the movies. Okay. <laughs> Eddie! Uh, what'd you think? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, the other day I was uh, listening to this album, and I was going to um, work, and um, I don't know, I just put on the Halloween song and walked over there so I'd be... Kind of get my blood pumping to get ready to 
to well, I'll say all most of these songs are I wouldn't say bops, but you can get into you can get into them. I, the can, Hall- hoof, the I ha- can hoof to this. You can't hoof to the Halloween title song. Nah. No, I was right. just doing it to walk briskly and get scared to face the the gravy. <laughs> Facing the gravy. Huh? You know, I haven't really seen a lot of these. I've only seen Escape from New York. Halloween. I've only seen two. They live, and the thing. I think that's the only four that I've seen on. Is Escape on from this. New York, Home Alone. No, that's, <laughs> you know, that's Lost that's in lost New York. New York. <laughs> I, I thought that John Dude, Carpenter made listen. that movie too. I, I, Kevin McAllister. So this is Michael Myers. <laughs> another po- a podcast that I listened to. The hosts said that their one of their versions of heaven is. Not this isn't exclusive, but one of the, one of the things included in heaven is you get to watch all the movies that never were. As for example, David Lynch was supposed to direct <laughs> Return of the Jedi, which sounds insane to me. Uh, John Carpenter was supposed to direct. Uh, well, no, the the Halloween franchise was supposed to be an anthology series with different non-related movies every time. And part of heaven is getting able to watch all those, and. I just added another one to my list, and it's John Carpenter's Home Alone 2. That would be amazing. <laughs> hey, man, it all comes back to religion. I thought you were going to say that movies that have never been, this might be a real movie, but you know in that New York Home Alone, Lost in New York, he is watching a movie in the hotel room. Oh, yeah. That's a real movie. Angels, it's a no, fake movie. No, it's not real. Well, it's not? It's fake. fake. Yeah, so that's made, it's like, angels. I thought, with... I thought you were going to be like, I want to see that movie. <laughs> yeah, I do what's want say to. You, well, yeah, that's what's, he, then, what's he say in the movie? You Shut your mouth, you dirty Shut animal. Shut your mouth, you who dirty was, uh, animal. Who was, who was, I'm going to give you to the count of three. Yes. And get your lying, cheating, no good mouth off my door. I thought this is a... Oh. This is a Home Alone I podcast. thought this is a Halloween episode. This is Home okay, Alone. So who, it's a Christmas episode. Who, who, was, um, who was originally Marty McFly? Oh, Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz. Yeah. They, they filmed most of Eric's, most of um, that with Eric Stoltz. I don't never seen Back to the See, Future. See, I don't even know who Eric Stoltz is, really. I, I, the only things I've I seen him in are Mask and uh, Pulp Fiction. Oh, is he in that? He's the drug dealer in Pulp Fiction. Oh, is he? He's like the long redhead. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I mean, I like Marty, or uh, Markle J. Fox. I don't think I want Markle, to see him. No, we Markle have it. J. Fox. We have it. But I'm not saying in my heaven that the original perfect Back to the Future is gone. Uh-huh. I'm just interested in seeing what Eric Stoltz brought to the table. I guess so, yeah. He might be a better guitar player and lip syncer. That's the only thing Marty McFly does. Yeah. All right, no, keep I'm going. Just kidding. Um, uh, yeah, this is pretty good. I like listening to movie themes. <laughs> is that your review? Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I, I, it's hard <laughs> to talk about because they don't, you know, it's you know, don't have vocals. Oh, shut up, dude! Um, this is plenty of music that's great that doesn't have vocals. But um. Yeah, I was getting pretty scared listening to Dark Star. I've never, I don't even know what Dark Star is. I've never. Even Dark Star is his very first movie. I think he was a college student at the time. Is it good? I've never seen it. Oh. Dark Star is his first movie, right? Yeah. You just said. That's that. what you just said. <laughs> That's what I just said. <laughs> Ooh, we're getting scary by losing our memory. Well, oh, I... you know what? I gotta say, like Escape from New York, like um, is a, I love that song, and like one of my favorite bands, The Nightbirds, does a really cool cover of that too, and that's a great song, and. I love. Yeah, yeah. I love. So I have in my room hanging is a is a framed poster of an album cover called just called Carpenter, and it's a collection of modern day synthwave bands that have just 
not covered his music, but have just taken inspiration from him in his movies and made their own songs. And they came out with that compilation album. I forget who put it out on Bandcamp, but the same person, the same group, or the... That's the poster in your room? Mm -hmm. I thought it was just a random John Carpenter poster. No, but it's it's for an album. Oh. Who would have thought? It's the same, like, the same... People put out compilations of three different compilations of Twin Peaks uh, albums, uh, and one for Batman, and they're all simply even they're great. Interesting. Um, yeah, and so that album's really cool too. And I maybe I was gonna choose it, but Dope. you know, I choose your Pikachu. Dope. <laughs> Keep going. Um, how much time do I have to fill? I will say the Pork Chop Express. See, it's pork. It's reference here too. What is pork chop? What it's is just it? the name of the song. It's but it's in this Renfield's too. It's all connected, like Tom and Jerry. Big Trouble in Little China is not a horror movie. It's true. But it is. Neither is a, another one. Dark Star, Starman. I wouldn't say Escape from New Starman's York. a romance. Escape from New York's not a horror movie, and They Live is kind of not kind. It's I wouldn't call it a horror movie. What would you call it? Science fiction? I'd call it comedy. Yeah, it's mo- yeah, it's a comedy. But Big Trouble in Little China is one of the best action movies ever made. And I've never seen it. It stars Kurt Russell. And they want to remake it with The Rock. And I think that's the worst decision ever made. And if they do that, I'm going to be very mad. Right. Why? Why, Why don't would you, you think The mad? Rock should be in it? Why would you care that much? Well, I don't, I don't want to remake. Well, I think what makes... I mean, yeah, they shouldn't remake it. But what makes Big Trouble in Little China perfect... The main character of the movie is Kurt Russell, like his character. And Kurt Russell is probably my favorite actor, one of my favorite actors of all time. But he's not the main character of the story. He's the, side, he's the stereotypical sidekick of the actual plot of the movie, even though he's the main character of the movie, if that makes sense. Mm, that's very meta. He's just kind of, well, it's not, it's not like this is the big statement, but he's just kind of there for everything. Kind of like how Mad Max is there for everything, like... Mad Max is never the driving factor in any of his movies. And neither is whatever Kurt Russell's name is in Big Trouble in Little China. That movie's great, and you guys should watch it. Never it. seen it. Don't bother watching never Vampires. Never seen it. Vampires yeah. is about vampires on Mars. Yeah, let's, let's talk about those, but let me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me talk about my thoughts on this real quick. Go ahead. I'll talk about that later. All right, so I've only seen two John Carpenter movies. I've only seen Halloween, I've only seen The Thing. Um, but I've always appreciated his work, especially his music. Is there a is there a more iconic horror music icon than John Carpenter? Like, well, Corey Taylor, but okay, maybe not one who's as prolific. I can't name any others. I'm sure you probably can. But. Yeah, but not none that are like. Oh, this is this is this is definitely yeah. especially influence. Yeah. I'd say, yeah. And he definitely relies on the synth, but he kills it. I mean, pretty much everything on but here. Some is of synth. these, um, the They Live, Big Trouble in Little China, that ain't something. That's blues. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Oh, and on the freaking, freaking in the mouth of madness, the the <laughs> guitars, man. Mm-hmm. They're so freaking gnarly. Like, there's like a bunch of <laughs> solos in there. I love it. It was pretty neat. It's I didn't re- know that was yeah. gonna come in. So. Down, 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 down. I love that so much. Um, he really knows how to create a mood. Um, does he write? He he writes and creates all the music, right? Not I don't think it's solo, but it's like he has people yeah. creating it with him. So 
Like his son's on the, all of his music albums he does now. John Carpenter, thank Cody God, Carpenter, is still alive. Right? And his Cody son and a couple other guys help him with the music now. So, when he was making these movies, he was directing the movie and making the music? Yeah. That's like unheard of. And Who else funny, does that? The funniest thing is, uh, for The Thing, and I'm going to butcher his name, um, but Ennio, Ennio Morricone, I've never, had it, I've never heard it pronounced, but it's the guy, he's a Western composer. He did The Good and the Bad and the Ugly, the... In the do do do, you know that song, right? Do do do, like the western. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An ecstasy of gold, which is how old is this guy? Uh, he's really old. I think, I think he's dead now. But oh, scary! John Carpenter had him score the thing, and he did it. And John Carpenter was like, "Nah, never mind. I'm just going to do my own shit." That's nuts. And then that original score. Is the score that Quentin Tarantino used for the Hateful Eight? So that's the thing. The the thing score is the score for a lot of the score for Hateful Eight. That's awesome. That's cool. Which I think is great. That's really cool. But yeah, so I mean, that's really impressive. I've never heard of someone who is directing the movie and making the music. Um, what about Josie and the Pussycats? Um, <laughs> Harry Elfon and Deborah Kaplan did not make the music. Any? You mean, um, you mean they didn't make the movie? That was a dual directorial. It was oh, husband oh. and wife. Yep. Oh, very cute. But uh, so, my favorite track is the Prince of Darkness. Mm-hmm. That that track is freaking awesome. It feels like it's like a Sephiroth boss battle hey, from like Final Fantasy or like Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely my favorite. I've never even heard of Prince of Darkness, but after listening to this, I like want to watch it now. Um, Right now, I, there's I, I can't say a negative thing about this. A lot like the Renfields, this is like this isn't just a normal album. This is a it, guys. I almost lost it. I just looked at it and he had his entire hand down his what esophagus. <laughs> esophagus. So what were you doing? I was pick, feeling a sore on my mouth. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I get sores in my mouth. All I can't time. believe I didn't lose it right there. They're probably ulcers. One time, Alex drank, like, I don't know how many, at least six, a Snapple, like, iced teas in one day, and his whole mouth was filled with ulcers. I like hand, foot, and mouth. Mm. Yeah, from that. From that. Yeah, it's bad. So, but, uh, but you know, I think this is, like, perfect because it's, like, it's not just, like, an album. It's, like, it's a thing, you know? It's It's the thing. Yeah. Um, it, it's a lot like the Renfields. Like I, I may have given them different like grades. If like it's a horror punk album, and, and that's all they'll ever be. That's John Carpenter is never gonna do anything other than movie soundtracks, or you know, you know what I'm saying. Well, he makes original music, but yeah. it, it's all in the same vein of what yeah. He's so like for, for what this is, it's absolutely perfect. Like the only thing, the only track that like. Maybe lost me for a second was the Santiago from Vampires. Yeah, I can do without. But that. it's only because it's it's still good. It's still really good. It just it's a, it's slower, which isn't bad, but well, it wasn't as grasping as the other ones. But you know, this is John Carpenter's an icon, and this is this is great. This is awesome. That's all I gotta say. Well, we're glad to Starts hear. right now. What do you keep saying? I don't know. I thought you. Saw, I don't know why I thought that. Well. Boys, I'm really ha- I'm really happy <clears throat> to hear about this. I'm going to give it a um, 
9 out of 10. John Carpenter, I love you. You're my favorite director. And um, please come on the podcast. Hey. <laughs> One of these things. You'll be here. This will be our first guest. <laughs> I'll invite him. Well, you give you it guys pre- I'll give it an 8 out of 10. I don't know how I can give it anything less than a 10. It's like, it's like the same as the Renfield. Like, why? How? What justifies me not giving this a 10 for what it is? Good question. Like, seriously. Yeah. It's a 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Wow. wow. Well, it could have had Backdoor Lover on it, but. Backdoor Lover. Coming around with a last download. Keep going. I don't know. All right. Well, boy, this is the Josie the Pussycats podcast now. Uh, no, thank you that's guys. That's coming up. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank everybody so much uh, for listening to us dick around talking about John Carpenter movies and me being an asshole. So coming up, we have a fan question, and we're gonna say what we're gonna talk about next week. Whoa, oh boy! Here comes the pain. Whoa! Did you catch that in the Slipknot out the uh, sick? Yeah. Probably because you didn't freaking listen to it in order. <laughs> yeah, There's a part know. at the beginning of Sick where I they go, Here that. comes the pain! And I think that might be yeah. where they pulled Here Comes the Pain from in wrestling. Oh, yeah. Welcome back, everybody, to Fresh Years of the Podcast. It's time for our final segment of the evening of the week. And we're going to listen to Alex... Read us a question from a fan. If you want to send us a question, and still, we're tired of asking every well, week. I was bed, well, this is actually our first email question. Yes, yes. Someone yes. actually sent us an email and asked us a question. Well, and you can too. Yes. Yeah. Of course it, it is. It happened. It did happen. Finally happened. So more people should. They should. They really should. So our first question. Hold on a second. If you want to email us, Fresh Years Podcast. At gmail.com. So our first question is... First question? Our first and only question for the (laughs) podcast episode is from Casey Houlihan. She may or may not be uh, with us right now, but I'm going to ask the question. (laughs) But it is Um, emailed. She says, hey boys, here's my question. What is the quintessential Halloween party song, and what is a Halloween song you have a specific memory tied to? Mine is Monster Mash, when I remember my grandma... Playing it for me on the boombox in her kitchen. Um, very good question. Quintessential Halloween. Yeah. I feel like I got to know you really. If well. only Casey was here to tell us more about the yeah, boombox kitchen. If only. <laughs> Casey, come on, come on, come on, Mike. Okay. Lena, Lena. Well, I have a very specific memory. Our producer, Casey Hulahan, ladies oh, and gentlemen, producer. of my grandma Edgar at her house in Beaver Peak. Grandma Edgar. Edgar was her. Well, that's her last name. What's so your I have grandma Hulahan and grandma Edgar. Uh, Marilyn. Marilyn Edgar. I Marilyn like that. was a great woman. She mm. lived in Beaver, PA, and she had a boombox in her kitchen. And she had like a, it was like a CD, like literally a Halloween party, like kids' Halloween party CD. It, but it was strange because it had like yellow polka dot bikini. I'm pretty song. sure we had the same it CD, the Trezinas. Yellow polka dot bikini. Which, purple, is not, which is not a Halloween The song. Purple People Eater. Yeah, the Purple People song. Eater. I think we had the same one. Yeah, I, I, had I think this, I had that same yeah, CD. Yeah, I had this what, did that, does, Is that just appear on people's doorsteps? Is this like the what sister the of the traveling pants? Or is this the Mandela effect where we all just No, I had the same one. I'm yeah, pretty I sure too. we had it. I, I bet too. we still have it in my house. But Monster Mash was by far our favorite that we would play. And it's just a really happy memory for me. And I also ask this because I've hosted it, hosted, yeah, I've hosted Halloween Hostess. parties. 
before and like all the playlists they make like suck like mm-hmm. once you find it online they're like oh it has the word you know zombie or monster well that's what happened when we listened on, on our way to game night I, I put on a Spotify Halloween playlist which is why I want to know what songs you guys think and it was like actually it good. was like zombie by the cranberries right well, well, I like that song. okay so so I have I have two things number one the first thing that comes to mind is and I talked about it earlier in the podcast or maybe maybe I did maybe I didn't uh, don't fear the reaper by blue oyster cult mm-hmm. because I'll never forget no, I talked to him went to Fright Farm. Well, that same year, we it was probably a couple weeks before we went to Fright Farm. We went to see Rob Zombie's Halloween, and I was absolutely terrified. I've never, I'd never seen a horror movie like that. Definitely never seen a horror movie like that in theaters. And that song is in that movie. It's in the original. Too. It's in yeah, but it's in that. That was the original to me. That was I'd never seen the original. So like, for people out there who want to shame Alex. He prefers the Rob Zombie Halloween over the original. I've never actually said that. All I've ever said is that, like, that's my Halloween because that's the only one I had seen for so long. I didn't see the original one until last year. Um, so it had But been. if you right now had to choose one to watch, which one would you choose? It would be the Rob Zombie Halloween just because I have so many memories. That's a preference then. Yeah, it is. Okay, who um, cares? But second, so this is really funny. Um, and this is more of, like, room? not a song, but kind of like a, a loop on YouTube. So... I I am an assistant coach for a university swim team. A plot thickens. And so every single every single year that I've been coaching, we'll have a Halloween Saturday morning practice whenever it's that weekend. So we do this thing where we turn on this loop and we play it through the loudspeakers and it's just of like witches and goblins screaming (laughs) so what we do is we make our swimmers they're doing whatever they're doing but every time they get down to the wall instead of making them flip turn we make them touch the wall bring their heads up out of the pool and scream at the top of their lungs (laughs) and it's the funniest thing in the world what would you consider halloween party song because like monster matches monster matches like yeah that's it but like a whole, it's so it's hard because you can't play that the whole party, you know. Uh, yeah, oh, you. But can. that uh, that ambient, that That's ambient good. spooky noise is another thing we used to do, um, for trick or treat night. My dad would play it for the trick or treaters. Oh yeah, yeah. And when I was real little, I remember I was so mad at him because it spooked me, and I was hey, like, I'm I was in the, we're in the same boat. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting because we grew up, it's pretty similar. And you and I went two different directions. That's true. I really embraced it. And you were like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm too scared. Is that your dad right there? Yeah. Oh my all, god. All, everybody on screen. That literally right just looked like the oh, 52 dads. If, all the, no, if, 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 if anyone has oh, ever seen Halloween 4, this is the part where the bunch of rednecks come up and say, we're going to go catch Michael. And then all the rednecks die. So that's this part. Yeah. And they're all, they're all played by my dad. Good. But yeah, the ambient Halloween noise is also good for a party because you don't, you know, just background. I don't remember what we played at your party. Well, you know what? You know, if you're if you're having a party this Halloween season or next Halloween season, and you are subscribed to Shutter, the streaming service that's based on horror, which is great. They have a series of ghoul logs, which are like ghoul logs. Yeah, that's really cool. But they're jack o' lanterns. There's like three of them. And they're just. Hour-long videos of jack-o'-lanterns burning, and they have little spooky things happening around, and it's just a nice little light-hearted thing to have on in the background when you have people over. So, yeah, check that out, too. I guess mine... Yeah, party, obviously. You know, there's not really party Halloween songs. 
You, you, you can fill a whole playlist with Christmas songs Honestly, by the party. Honestly, for today, my Halloween party music would be the Renfields, to be honest hey. with you. Yeah, that'd be fine. But but I, Or the Jasons. Monster Mash is also my choice, sorry, because I can't think of anything original. But in terms of memory of a scary song, I remember <clears throat> bringing it back to my album. I'm glad I waited to talk about this. Uh, also a Fright Farm memory, but a different one. A bunch of us were, a bunch of us went to Fright Farm in high school. I don't think you went. It was me and a bunch of band kids, and it was me. You can bleep the names here if you want. I don't care. It was me and Bachman and Amelia Parks that drove up together, and Bachman was driving. And on the way back, it was midnight, pitch black, dark, and uh, we're driving through like the little back roads and outside of Rich's Farms, where you know mm-hmm. it was nothing. And I, I. Pulled out the aux cord and I put on the the theme song of Halloween, John Carpenter's Halloween. Oh, and, and and Buckman and Amelia got really bad at me because they got really scared because they thought I don't know what they thought Michael Myers. <laughs> yeah, Michael Myers would pop up out of a field or something. I don't know, but it was very atmospheric and great, and I always remember that. So that's mine. Heck yeah! What about you, Eddie? Well, uh, you know, I'll bring oh, it. Oh, don't play it right now. No, I'm not going to. He was going to. Uh, I'll bring it back to another, a, a very, a, something similar related to the person who emailed us, who's right here. <laughs> but uh, last year, I don't remember what we were doing, but we were like sitting around your apartment and like we looked up. Uh, I don't even know. It was like we found that Panic at the Disco Halloween song. Oh, yeah. And it was like before Panic at the Disco made like I Write Sins Not Tragedies and they're just screwing around. But it was like it's called uh, It's Almost Halloween and like we played it and I thought it was so good and I think we put it on your we did playlist. Put it on playlist. So that's that's my huh, memory. I've never heard of it. It's, it's, it's like so it's like so it's dumb. Before they made I Write Sins Not Tragedies. It's like yeah. it's like way back. It's way old. back. Like way back. Oh, way back. <laughs> you know what? You know what? So that's mine. Listen to that song. It's really fun. Because everybody's green. They got a dance to go along with it, yeah. So We've overlooked Halloween. something. There is one. I'm sorry, Monster Mash. But there is one party song oh, for no. Halloween that tops it. Here it comes. And I don't know the name of it. But it's the pop punk song that plays in Scooby-Doo and Zombie Island. When they're getting chased by the zombies. Where they say, it's terror time again. Never that seen song. it. Never no one knows what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, no, I know. I think that's Well, probably, shit. I think that's probably Jawbreaker or something. Not Jawbreaker. No, we'll play after this. MXPX. Amiga could be. Thriller. Yeah, Thriller? Hey, I like Well, we don't support Michael Jackson in this house. Oh, there's going to be boobs on the screen. I hope so. I don't think she gets I mean, I like Thriller. Well, all right. Well, hey, that was a a great question. Nope. Wouldn't you agree? Sorry, Sorry, Casey. Very good. Guys, we've got like Halloween 5, 4, whatever. Something playing in the background. All these hoodlums are... Are distracted. Casey was really interested. Casey was really excited to see some boobs, and it didn't happen. I was just wondering what the movie's rating. What the was Halloween movies are—they're all rated R, but they're all pretty tame in terms of nudity, except yeah. well, until you get to the Rob Zombie movies, the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh, donkey. All right. Well, thank you so much, Casey. Um, I wish you were here to talk about it a little bit more, but yeah. we appreciate your email. Someday. Once again, if you want to give us an email, uh, a question. Go to freshearspodcast at gmail.com. And, well, don't go there, but email a question to that email, and we'll answer it. So, on to the final, final segment of the podcast, where we say what we're going to talk about next week. 
No theme. Just having fun with friends. Regular old episode. So, Eddie, what is your album? All right, here, press this button. Five, let's see what it is. One, two, three, four, five. It's Diver Down by Van Halen. Ooh, Van Halen! What is that? Diver Dive Down. It's Diver Down. It's fifth album. What year? Nine, uh, let's see. 1982. Can you think okay. of any hits off that album? Uh, it had their cover Pretty Woman on it. And Dancing in the Street. Okay. So okay. I like no, I like all the David Lee Roth ones. I couldn't choose, so Casey just hit a random number generator for me so I could pick. Okay, great. Well, you know, timely Van Halen, R.I.P. Eddie Van Halen. And so, have you uh, ever heard Van Halen? I just, uh, we know, should talk I just about know Jump. Yeah, we'll, yeah. T- we'll talk about it we'll next episode. About it. All right, Alex. So last night, um, all of us here, we were all three together, weeks and ago. we uh, we went to a friend's house and we had a game night. We played Jackbox. And uh, when we got, we kept it small. Don't worry. Oh, Alex yeah. is about to pick Buck Cherry. And, we'll, and when we, and when I got home, I laid in bed and I turned on an album, and I fell asleep. And I woke up five hours later, and the album was still playing. So I listened. So this album played on loop for like four hours. In your dreams. Mm-hmm. Wow. So the album that I will be, and that that made it obvious for me that that's the album I got to pick for next episode. So the album that I have chosen for next episode is Bear Your Mind by Free Throw. Okay, cool. Well, um, yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll go with my original one. Um, I'm concerned with our, album, with our podcast titles, and I'm always worried that if we don't have at least one like mainstream band that people aren't going to want to listen to it. So I usually do that myself, but we got Van Halen, so we yeah. don't have to worry about that. Um, so instead of going with my uh, backup, I'll go with my, uh, it's, it's episode 10, it's a big episode, and I wanted to pitch this to you guys beforehand, and I didn't, so sorry. But I'm going to go with another one of my top five records. My inaugural, our inaugural episode was one of my top fives, which was Funeral by Arcade Fire. And uh, this time i'm going to pick the album alopecia by y okay all right we've got that we've quite got quite the episode uh lined up for next time um thanks for sticking around we hope you have a happy and safe halloween but make it spooky and very spooky yeah eddie yes eddie what what's the hardest you ever got spooked um uh well one listen to this when when i so there was a time when I was real little and like this, um, our neighbor like used a fishing rod to like hold a ghost bag in front of our window and like wave it around. And that was really scary. I don't, I wish I knew why. <laughs> I was like six at the time. Well, I was, and then we were like, wait a minute, it's just tied to a string. And we went and got him. Me and all my brothers and sisters. We outnumbered him five to one, four. I don't know if Marissa was, I don't know who was all there. All right, well, before before okay. we leave, I'm looking here at Eddie's notes. And he touched on just about everything. But, Eddie, um, tell me a little bit about... Uh, well, first of all, I really appreciate how you had to write down a uh, cease and desist letter from Ira Glass. For our in- I had to remember show. to say it because we're going to get sued. Uh, but the only thing on here that you haven't mentioned is a um, free bottle of Sprite. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. I was like, oh, we should talk about getting a free bottle of Sprite from Promanis yesterday. <laughs> Do you so want to talk about it was that? on the house. It's compliments, yeah, it was the house. compliments of the chef. We went into. Oh, Pimentos. damn it! We've let that in Joe's. 
Yeah, damn. Hope he's enjoying it. He didn't. Oh, whatever. Okay. He didn't well, say you're welcome. To everybody out there, I hope you're enjoying your Sprite and your spooky movies. Light a nice scented candle. Watch some fun horror movies. Mm-hmm. And we'll see you next time. Yeah!